got that. <laughs> <laughs> Share at least, God. <laughs> Movies and smoking on the mountains, huh? <laughs> it's those smoky mountains. <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to do, do that. My right. bad. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm so used let's to it. get into it. All right. I loved this movie. I'm just going to start it off with that. I'm going to go in with positive vibes on this movie. There are definitely some parts that I wasn't a huge fan of, but overall, this is about as close as you can get to a John Wick film starring Thor. So let's go ahead and get this out of the way. It was the director, his name was Sam Hargrave. Main character was Tyler Rake, also played by Chris... Uh, Chris uh, Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. I can't always say his last name, so I don't want to butcher it. <laughs> Hemsworth. <laughs> Hemsworth. He was a main character. I agree with you. There was no negative mo- uh, aspect of the movie that I thought while watching it. I was engaged throughout the whole movie. It was... I have, I have one... Ooh. I have right. one. Hot topic. There, there is a there's a continuity error for the movie has to work the way it worked. However, in real life, when that helicopter pulled up to the side of that building and unloaded the minigun on the side yeah. and went in a straight line and it just went right above where they jumped down, a minigun didn't operate like that. <laughs> okay? That is First fair. off, it's not that accurate. It's accurate. It's just not that accurate. Um, the second thing is... Those rounds, given the material that the building was made from, could literally, if they had enough rounds, they could literally cut the building in half. Every piece of building material that would have been used in that was pretty much be susceptible to the minigun. Gotcha. So that is my one major thing. (laughs) Whenever they jumped down and they just dodged the minigun by a hair, I was thinking to myself, y'all did really good up until now. Like, this really bothers me. (laughs) I don't like this. I love imagining you just so psyched during the movie and then that happens and you just mood changes like you're no longer <laughs> leaning forward it's just <laughs> anger. i mean yeah i mean it wasn't anger but it was definitely frustration the fact that you know whenever they were using the guns and stuff like that there were loud pops and and, and actual gunfire it felt like you know they were actually shooting at each other it's not like some of those movies whenever they fire and you're like that's not what a gun sounds like <laughs> you know true i watched the first one as well and the opening scene for the first one was him pretty much giving a beer to his buddy or the other mercenary that he's hanging out with and jumps off the cliff and does a military. My wife right away said oh my god that is the most fakest thing I I can't watch this movie and stopped watching it after that solely because of that one scene and I'm like well. That's not fake. No that was a military You you can land in the water from very high distances without if you're doing it right yeah if you're trained and he is yeah in the movie yeah i mean i agree i, I me as a guy i'm like that's everything's accurate and then she's like that's and, that's in, not impossible so he's gonna break his legs or that water's gonna rush up his butt <laughs> i'm like all right cool uh, that's the first thing you go for but okay i mean every single aspect in his movie uh in the second one correlates with the first one so well i mean the first one he dies that's what brings him into the second one whenever the the credits are rolling and everything they're playing him like you know how he got pulled out he, or he was on the side of the river a little girl found him and then they pulled him out kind of mm-hmm. thing, brought him back to health. Uh, his team caught up with him, and Million Dollar Man all of a sudden, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then the cabin, oh, my God, that cabin was amazing. Oh, it was beautiful. Uh, I loved it. I loved the training montage was just right. It wasn't this long, you know, like Rocky style. Rocky's a great film, not trying to harsh it, but it was short and sweet. It was just 
We're getting ready. We're ready. Exactly. There wasn't much dialogue to this movie, honestly. No, it was, uh, it was mostly just action. Yes, <laughs> yes. And then you know, the other movie that I compared it to was Raid. Yes, I was thinking about that a lot. It was Raid and John Wick. Raid was good on yes. my mind. But John Wick was also... This, this movie was super action-packed. Mm-hmm. I remember looking down at the, the timer on it and being like, we have to be like an hour into this movie as much as I've seen, and I checked it, and I was like, 45 minutes. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so, before y'all watched the movie, did y'all watch any previews beforehand of the movie? I did not. Trailers or previews or anything? I saw the picture on Netflix, got excited, and I didn't watch a trailer because I loved the first one. Was, did the picture have the one the, the prison scene whenever he has a shield and the, the Molotov is on like explodes on his shield? For me, the picture was just Chris Hemsworth oh, okay. with the title Extraction 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Handsome man. Cool name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> I was watching the trailer, and that's what one of the things aspects that grabbed my attention was one of the TikTok trailers. I'm like, oh, another fake Thor movie. They went to the prison. All you see is him with the police shield, lifts it up as Thor would have to protect Mm -hmm. himself. And the Molotov explodes, and then he goes onto this rampage of kicking ass and not even taking names or or apologizing to anybody. (laughs) It was beautiful, and that's what I was like... During, during the, the prison fight, there's actually the scene, part of the scene you're talking about. He gets knocked to the ground, he rolls over, and he reaches for what? Oh, the he reaches shoe. for, he his, reaches his for his a hammer. hammer. Oh, I didn't even see that. <laughs> he reaches for a hammer. I didn't, I didn't even catch that. And, and, oh, and my he gets, God. He gets his hand smacked away, and he can't grab it. But it was, it was I mean... Come on. Oh, I didn't Thor's even... Thor's reaching for a hammer. 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 Guinevere? Huh? Is that the name, Guinevere, for Thor's hammer? Molnir. Molnir. God, I butchered that. Dude, that's why I was a band <laughs> M-O-J-L-N-L-I-N. Okay. Molnir. So he reaches for her. I'm not, I already so, forgot no, it. that's not so right. So he reaches for her. That's that's cool. I didn't notice. I, they did, I did notice in the training montage, he mm-hmm. throws the axe into the tree. Yeah. Yes. And I saw a comparison video of when he threw throws the axe at um, Thanos, Thanos, and it was just spot on. Beautiful. Oh. Well, it's the same guy, pr- probably the same technique. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a big, heavy axe. you got to throw two hands to be accurate. Did he do it one-handed in the movie? I don't remember. I can't remember. No, he did it two hands. Two hands? Two hands. But still, the camera movement with the weapon or, you know, the objects that were coming at him, uh, framing him into the center of it while they are panning around and everything around them is moving in so many directions. Just It was a beautiful orchestra in the prison scene that I thought. I mean, that's what wowed me the most in the whole movie. I also really liked the first, uh, some of the earlier scenes where he was fighting the armored enemies. He was he was unloading on them and hitting them in the chest and they're just like getting knocked down and getting back up. Yeah. Um, that's realistic to me. However, given the caliber rounds he was probably firing, you cannot tell me that that bulletproof vest is going to take seven rounds. There is no way. (laughs) It's going to take four, maybe five, before it's completely compromised and it's going to start blowing through. Yeah, that's true. I mean, some bulletproof vests, you take one shot at it and now it's just a vest. Right. Even even with that, I can look past it because, my God. Oh, I can too. (laughs) Before we dive too deep into all this combat, because honestly, I could go on for the whole podcast episode (laughs) on that, I do want to jump to um, the beginning and just mention how good this movie did at least for me on building like get, making you feel close to every character so fast Yaz and Nick I loved them instantly and I mean they're yes. both in the first or at least Nick is haven't seen the first recently enough to know if Yaz is yes. but goddamn immediately I fell in love with him 
And I was like, fuck, because there's a lot of patterns in a lot of movies, so I tried to keep my distance. <laughs> no, I totally agree. I mean, he was he was a comedy relief in this movie, definitely. Uh, and the, the first one, he wasn't a big character. It was mostly the girl and the guy character, and that was it. I mean, it was just, uh, what's his name, uh, Chris, and how do you say that? I'm not even going to try and say that, her name. Goldschiff. The Ferrari. <laughs> I can't all right, do it. All right, I'm next sorry try, next if you're try. listening. <laughs> okay, so the female character, which we'll find out the name of her, her, her character name. Anyone listening who knows how to pronounce it, feel free to correct <laughs> They're going to be like, did y'all even do some research, people? Come on, at least try and say the name right if you're going to do a podcast about it. <laughs> hey, we're real people doing a podcast. We make mistakes. <laughs> exactly. So so your your favorite character was Chris was my main attention. He was he was doing most of the fighting and everything. But my favorite side character was definitely Oz. I just I mean he was an equal badass. Like mm-hmm. every time he showed up, he kicked ass. But it's just not the same because most of the time the camera was following Chris and he was kicking more ass. He's taking on crowds of fifty while Yaz is doing really cool stuff against groups of five. Mm-hmm. True. You know? The guy was skilled as well. Oh, eh, yeah, everybody was. <laughs> Makes sense that even though he's retired, he would want both of them on his team for one last mission which I say in quotes because if you've seen the film which you should if you've been listening to this podcast it just makes sense <laughs> well I mean it was beautifully like a, like you said it was beautifully put from the first extraction to this movie because in the first one they did t- touch a lot into why he was depressed and just wanted to go in the military and I believe I uh, he opened up to, one, to that character to the little kid that he was trying to uh, save in the first one tells him the actual truth that you know his kid had died from a disease and he didn't want to be there because he wasn't strong enough to to withstand that kind of Mm -hmm. yeah he was having a hard time watching his kid go through something that he had never experienced so he went on another tour in Afghanistan to escape it and probably still feel like a hero. A way of quitting with the excuse of not quitting because you're putting yourself into a dangerous situation that you can handle. Exactly. And in doing so, I mean, it brought up to this next one where he's more comfortable, not more depressed, but he's actually into the technical part in this in the second one. He wasn't, oh, I want to drink myself or I want to kill myself and do these extreme things. Uh, because I'm going to be shot down and that's how I want to go out in the glory of fire, gun mm-hmm. and fire. The second one, he was more controlled, definitely a lot more sober, more clear-headed, and he was more technical with his process of going through different situations and stuff like that and being really smooth with the weapons that he was using. He was using multiple weapons. It wasn't just pistol constantly. Mm-hmm. Were you going to say no, that? Was, oh, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> There's something I do want to say, though. Okay. So my question is, why is this not a theater movie? The first one and the second one, why are they not theater movies? They are such good quality production. Mm-hmm. They should, and I feel like, have done been done an injustice by not appearing in the theaters. Chris Hemsworth is a huge name. They also had several other huge names in their lineup. I completely agree, and I can answer why, but you're not going to be happy about it. Companies like Netflix and Hulu, who also has Hulu exclusives, they're, yes, they are making money by, like, making deals where they can show other people's movies and everything, but they also want more money because every company 
who's making money is greedy. I mean, I just got cut off by Netflix because my account isn't in my home. <laughs> I'm making enough money. I don't need to be in the same house. <laughs> so they make movies with these big names in order to convince people to get a subscription so that they so can they then can see, see those movies. Gosh, like Chris yeah. Hemsworth was in another Netflix special, um, Spiderhead, I believe is what it was called. Yeah. And it had a lot of, or at least two, I don't know about a lot, but it had a couple big names. Can't see that if you don't have Netflix. Yeah, yeah, I guess I get that. It's unfortunate. It really is. <laughs> it really is. It, it needs to be just one platform for all these movies and that's it. I mean, you have a lot, a lot of platforms nowadays. Peacock, uh, Tubi, you can, you got Netflix Red. That you can do movies also on, Stars. or not Netflix, uh, YouTube Red, Netflix. It's, what? Stars. Stars. Stars is bullshit, by the way. They <laughs> charged me for years with, and then continued to tell me that I had re, or I needed to resubscribe. I resubscribe, I try to log in, it tells me I need to subscribe. It took me a while <laughs> to get those charges dropped. <laughs> Just let me go. <laughs> Alright, so anyways, back to the movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, the little rant. I, I can't believe I missed that, the hammer. I need to go back and watch that. So The villain of this movie, he comes in chaotic. I think his name was Zarab, and then his brother... Davet, he's already hot-headed. He's got childhood trauma. All the things, like he's a gang leader for the Nagazis. He's got so much pressure. His brother's in jail, and he just learned he's going to be there longer. The way that they incorporated his brother's story, like making him seem like a big character, but really setting him up to die, was perfect. Mm, I loved yes. it, because that death fueled the already raging fire of our main villain. I, I have no sadness of Davet dying. His mission for revenge. It was amazing. Well, it was it was super mafioso the way they played out too. I mean, the I guess his director of police was there or somebody important was there. He was like oh, yeah, the, 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 the government official. He actually executed the order to keep his brother in prison longer. Yeah, he shows up and to his farm and he's like, "I have a a crazy horse or I have a sick bull." A sick bull, that's right. Which is that terminology? I wonder if that's terminology or I was ling- wondering the same thing. Lingo for uh, there's a bad person. Kind of like how a rat is a snitch. Yes. Type of thing. Anyways, he goes and takes them, and this guy's digging this huge hole, and it definitely looks like a horse is going to fit in there, or a bull is going to fit in there. He just turns around, grabs a pitchfork, and just turns back around, and right there in the jugular. I'm like, oh, <laughs> in the jugular. It was great. But at the same time, you're like, dang, that was, it was quick. Oh, yeah. I mean, this it, whole movie is quick. Yeah. I mean, he jumped <laughs> straight into it. I'm the bad guy. This is me. Mm-hmm. You're going to take it. Yep. And you had warned me. I'm sorry. I cut you off. No, go ahead. You had warned me how quickly this movie gets into the action. I mean, I believed you, but I thought there'd be a little more. Right. I swear to God, 15 minutes 15 in, minutes Chris in. is already in the prison. <laughs> you're like, what is going on? And then as it goes, you're just like, dude, when does it stop? <laughs> yeah, it's like you're hold, you're trying to hold your breath the whole time, the she, fighting scenes. You're like, hold my breath. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, I gotta go pee. <laughs> but there's no good stopping point. Like, I'm in the middle of a fight. <laughs> Bring the bucket, mom. <laughs> 
But yeah, he was evil. I hated him. I I like the big brother. The big brother, I mean, he he was protecting the little brother. Little brother that died in the prison, I hated him. Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, he was abusive. Like, his wife was living in prison with their kids, and he couldn't see her side of things. Yeah, exactly. I brought you here for your good. No, no, you didn't. You brought her here to control her because you're in prison and you have some leeway. Yep, why not send him with the brother in the farm? Uh-huh. That would have been the, the fresh air. Get the goal of him being a Nagatsi, which Davet wanted anyways. <laughs> yep, so why was... not get his daughter in on it, too? I'm not going to lie. I wanted to whoop that kid's ass. I just wanted the to son? get my belt and just wail at him, man. It was He was a little annoying, especially, you know, Colin. He was a snitch. He, he did the snitching. And it, you were like, all this could have been avoided. He would have been home mm-hmm. free. But no, you freaking little teenage stranger thing looking like motherfucker had to go fuck it up. <laughs> Micah could have gone pee, but then he called. <laughs> then he called, and everything went to shit. <laughs> Hopefully not literally. No. <laughs> No, I'm glad that you said it because I wanted to, but was afraid that I'd be met with backlash. <laughs> I liked him at first because, I mean, when he says, maybe I should be a Nagatsi, it's kind of like, yes, that's evil. But you got to understand he's a young kid. His father is. His uncle is. He's just, like, trying to do what he thinks is best for the family. Immediately, though, after that scene, I hated him. Everything he did yeah. just pissed me off. Oh, and we didn't even talk about Alcott. How smooth he was. Like, he was the middle person for uh, that given him the mission at the cabin. Oh, yeah, 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 the mystery man. Yeah, he just walks up, and he's already sitting there at, what, drinking a coffee or some, mm, some shit like that. Tea. Or yeah, tea. Your tea is shit. <laughs> I think he said that. Mm. Could be wrong. <laughs> the beautiness behind that it was such a 007 moment for mm. me. You know, you, the the guy's there going to give you the instructions, and then he's going to go away. You're not going to see him for the rest of the movie. And he's clearly a man who, if it came down to it, he could at least give Chris or Tyler a good fight. Yes. You know, like... But he's keeping his composure because he knows that. He's got, like, a leg crossed, and he just doesn't give a shit. He's been in the house. The dog, Like, he knows the dog is there and everything. I love a good, mysterious, like, here's what's going to happen. But only if you want. But you better do it. <laughs> so I see if they play their cards right, they can do a John Wick thing and make them go against each other. I was thinking that too. And that would be, <laughs> I would watch it. I would watch it just for that. In the very end when he's saying, my boss is a hothead or something. Yep. But you're going to love him. My immediate thought was John Wick. Oh. And even if he's not the boss, when he's in the movie, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch him if they collided all together it's like yeah. a multiverse again mm. oh, you're so salty man <laughs> no, it's like no, the no, ocean no. all it's of a sudden it's came saltiness. in here <laughs> it's, it's the fact that you can't just have a multiverse for everything it, it takes away the uniqueness of the one Mm. You know, if if you start having DC multiverse, they Marvel just, multiverse. On the DC universe, they just added the office characters. 
into yep. an official DC Okay, DC comic. Universe is out. <laughs> uh, Marvel Universe, still playing, you know, playing light to a lot of things. It, it's not okay for these universes to just start incorporating characters. Mm. Um, especially characters that weren't originally in their story. You know, it's, oh, this portal opened and now this individual from so-and-so universe has arrived and for whatever reason they have to clash or, you know, they have to work together to f- defeat whatever. Those, I, I, I don't enjoy as much, honestly. That is fair. And the reason is because John Wick, badass in his world, in his, in his life. But you put him up against one of the Marvel superheroes, what is he really going to do? Hawkeye if he goes against Thor, is an Avenger and he's got a bow. I think John Wick can take him. Okay, he might be able to take Hawkeye. <laughs> right. And Black right. Widow, she might win. They, they're honorary fight. Avengers, okay? <laughs> like, I don't even... I can't argue that. You are, you're not wrong. They're... they're yes, good. you can. You just did. They're good and useful. Yeah, but then but... he made a point, and I, I, uh, I submit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so earlier I, say, I said Stranger Things, and I forgot to mention that David uh, Harbour is on is in this movie as well. Who? David Harbour. Uh, I will need a... Ref- oh, oh, the uh, Detective Hop, or uh, Hopper. Yes. Yeah. Right. Was he in the second one? I thought he yeah. was only in the first. No, he was in the second one where he saved him. Shit, I missed it. Or was that the first one that I'm thinking about it's, that are correlated together? It's super possible that it's just not as fresh in my mind because he was probably a smaller character. But in the first movie, the kid who Tyler is saving shoots him. <gasps> That's right. Okay, so yeah, it is the first one. Never mind. Dang it. Okay, so I'm correlating these movies together. I mean, they're the same timeline. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> same multiverse, same timeline. He was in the first one. And that scene itself where he gets betrayed by his best friend almost. You know, his person that he could confide on. Mm-hmm. And he gets betrayed because a couple million dollars. Right. And he's like, you know, you get to go free and just give me the kid. And he starts seeing his kid's uh, past life and stuff like that walking on the beach. And he gets that remorse and he's like, I'm not about that. And they have a huge fight scene, which them two were, almost, or no, what's his name? Uh, David. He actually put up a great fight with him and was losing. And that's why the kid shot him. Yeah. Yeah. The kid shoots him to protect Tyler as well as himself. Exactly. He could have just ran. Yep. But. So that's what I'm saying. Like he's good in certain situations. In the first one, he was a little groggy because of the alcohol, the depression, and everything. And compared to the the second one, where he was so clear-minded that you know he was seeing everything, making the calls. They were running, doing everything that they're supposed to, correlating together. It wasn't just like, you know, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Did y'all feel that same way or? No, you're definitely right. The first movie definitely felt more chaotic. Both of them are chaotic, but I fully agree with you. In the first movie, he's ready to die, Mm. but he's going to do what he can until he does. Every time that death comes his way, he's like, what are you going to do? Does what he can, doesn't care what happens. But in the second movie, there's a very clear change of heart, as well as not even just in how he's acting, how he's dressed. Like, he's trying to avoid killing people. He's trying to avoid violence in the prison. He goes through multiple rooms where he's holding a weapon. He's like, back the fuck up. Do not just let us go. But then they try some shit and it starts. It's on. <laughs> when he started unloading on him, I was like, I'd be backing off. And then they right? like, swarmed him. He away. kills five people in one and says five seconds again. Yeah. Like, you can still live. Yeah. <laughs> Brought the first one up as well. 
and backstory was because in the second one, it's the wife. The ex-wife, yeah. It's Or the ex-wife is the one that sends out the help saying, can you help my sister get out of prison? I mean, after everything that they've gone through and this man's still going to be like, yeah, I got your back. That speaks high in volume of the guy itself, what he stands for and the morals. And I think that's why he did all those amazing things. Yes, he has great morals and everything. However, there's also the point of he only did it because it was the girl who he let down. He left her with their dying son in the hardest moment. And honestly, if it wasn't her asking for help, he probably would have stuck to his guns by saying, I'm retired and I'm not doing that anymore. But he was like, I let her down. I let my son down. He's gone now. I can't let her down again. Nick, she, she also, um, as soon as she found out that it was her that sent that call out, she was like, you should have told me. Mm-hmm. I would have totally understood and I would have not even hesitated. So they un- they understand, even though I kind of want Nick and Tyler to get together, and I was hoping that that would happen like you know it's like a little bit of romance kind of thing but Mm -hmm. they're just really good companions they care for each other they work well together and I mean who knows there's a third movie true yeah her brother's dead there's no third party getting in the way He's no still third split wheel. up with his wife. <laughs> what else? Uh, character development. I thought there wasn't much of a character development in this movie. They all stayed shrewd, really. They, yeah, themselves. I was going to say they were pre-established characters. Yeah, exactly. So uh, they didn't do a whole lot of canonical backstory, except for, for with Tyler. They did the, the recap there at the beginning kind of real quick. And it wasn't really a recap. It was more of just the last bit of the first movie and then tied into what happened going into the second. I give him props for the, for the lack of lulls. There were very few moments where it was like everything was calm you know (laughs) like you said earlier it it was a very chaotic movie but not so chaotic that I couldn't follow it or enjoy it Right. Just chaotic enough to keep me kind of on my toes and being like, okay, okay, they're either going to do this or this or this. Oh, shit, they did something completely different. I didn't even <laughs> think of that. All in all, I, I would give this movie, for, for my personal opinion, an 8.5, 9 out of 10. You know, it's a good movie. It's a solid, solid rating. I'm going to go with a 9.5 for this. Ooh, 9.5. It, I love action movies and when they're done well like i said earlier this is as close as you can get to john wick starring thor right i loved it and i i'm gonna go with the high cut high number as well i'm gonna rate it 10 honestly that's fair i thought about it well i like you had your discrepancy honestly i went with an open mind and i was just like whatever happens well my in my discrepancy albeit it did take me out of the... Out of the moment? Yes. It did take me out of the moment a little bit, but not enough to ruin the movie or to, to really, you know, chat my ass. I mean, it's not so much that I'm mad about it. It's just like, that's one detail. If they had altered in some way, I would have been much more impressed. Gotcha. Mm. That would have scored them a 10 because they actually, you know, did their research. They know how the gun operates. They know what kind of damage it can actually do. Rip and tear, boys. Rip and tear. <laughs> um how much destruction it can just unleash yeah. and uh, that's why I say because whenever they use the minigun they don't really they don't really aim they spray in a general direction right. and hope that they just hit mark. whatever they're yeah. hitting and, and they will they'll spray bullets down, down range and there are two reasons they do that the first is if they slow down with it it jams the second is um, you don't know exactly where every bullet's going to land so the more bullets you fire 
the higher percent chance you're going to have to hit your target. And that's really minor. I didn't give it a full 10 because of that. And also because of the fact I would have loved to have seen this in theater. That On a big fair. screen with yeah. the surround sound and everything. I that would have been going nuts really cool. in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> True. So if they ever do you know, a release to theaters for it down the road at any point in time, I would go. I would go see it again. Me too. Yeah, it, it's, it's worth watching the second or third time, or even owning, just just so that you can watch it whenever you have the whim, and or you can let your friends watch it. I mean, I've watched it multiple times. I'm going to say I at least watched it three times, both <laughs> of them, honestly, at this Dead moment. Game, and I highly enjoy it every single time. I can watch just the second one and still highly enjoy it because I know what happened the first one. But even if I wasn't to watch them in order, I would still have a great time watching it and be engaged throughout the whole movie. It can stand on its own. Exactly. As its own movie. What was it? Close to the very end, they went through helico- uh, the helicopter, the train, the the train scene. They went through uh, the boat scene or something? No, or were just straight into the plane. They also had the prison scene and then the hotel scene. So, like, there's different areas and everything in the background I don't know if y'all noticed it but everything was just well orchestrated and didn't pull you away from the Mm -hmm. actual movie everything from the beginning to the end fight scene where they're in a church they're more concentrating just them two fighting it out and grabbing as many tools that they can you know get their hands on at the moment where you know I think it's like piece of metal or with some chains that the evil guy grabs and starts Mm -hmm. whipping him with and I'm just like that was really painful to see oh yeah Um, Um, No, you're definitely right, because even while it's in the prison, which is arguably the most violence aside from in the hotel, even when there's so much chaos going on in the background, I was still focused on Tyler Mm -hmm. and what he was fighting. There wasn't an absurd thing going on in the background that distracted me from his moments. And my God, even if there was, I mean, this man, when he gets clocked in the back with a shield or something, and he loses consciousness for a minute, he's just out of it, girl gets dragged away, as soon as he comes back, his fist is on fire, and he's just going at people with it, he does not care, it's beautiful. He was falcon punching everybody. (laughs) Falcon punch! (laughs) It was. I gotta go back to the kid. Okay. (sighs) The kid was really bad, but at the same time, you can kind of see where he was, what he wanted to be. Like, he wanted to be like his dad. He wanted to, you know, keep on pushing that legacy. So I can't blame him for doing what he did, but at the same time. You want to strangle him, but you understand. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I understand. I, I... I had a different point of view. He's a rotten little shit, <laughs> and he deserved a lot worse than what he got, for sure. Super true. Um, because nature versus nurture, the argument as old as time. Does a person who grows up develop into the person that they become because of their nature that they are born with? or the nurture that they receive during their development. I argue that it's both. I do believe that there are certain children born who are just not good people. And that seems like a harsh thing to say, but I think it's true. And whenever you look at, at, at some of these kids and they're like, the kid doesn't have a conscience. He has no sense, or they have no sense of remorse or repercussions. They can't fathom it. They can't process it. It doesn't exist to them. There's something fundamentally wrong with that individual, and it's scary. Because then they go into areas like serial killers and things like that. They become a menace to society and a danger to those around them. So there's that. There's also the hindrance on the system itself. If you develop a system 
that caters to assholes and allows them to thrive, but he, then you're going to get a lot of assholes. But he, he didn't also have the... He didn't have a choice. I mean, whenever well, he was growing well, up, he was with his parents. He didn't, he didn't have a choice. He didn't have a choice. But as a kid who was exposed to situations with an abusive father figure, you don't have a choice until you have a choice. And he got his choice. And the entire time that I saw the things happening that were happening, I didn't think to myself, man, one day I'm gonna grow up and get to do that. I thought to myself, one day I'm gonna grow up and stop him from doing that. That's not okay, it was never okay, and it was never something to be like, oh man, dad gets to drink beer, dad gets to beat women, like, <laughs> Sign me up, boyo. <laughs> but see, he, he's also well, maybe like 15 or so years old. Oh, yeah. Is what I'm thinking. But if he was younger and he still had the same mentality, would have been more acceptable. Or, Very or, true. More, or more apologetic. Like if he was more, t- if he was 10. Yeah. Versus if a he was, teenager. If he was the same age, just a little older than the little girl. Just Nature a little versus bit. nurture. But the daughter, argue. this actually goes on your side. The daughter, I loved her. She was perfect hey. in every way. I have no complaints. I loved the that little side character. And they grew up in the same way. Same parents. She was also in the prison. Huh? She was younger, of course. So, I mean, you can play it off. But you see Tyler, like, comfort her. And when he tries to comfort the other kid, he's met with a lot of Anger. backlash. Yeah. I agree. Fuck them kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But I think he was the character development in the story. You see him go through a lot of emotion. Exactly. Sure. You know, a confusion from the very beginning, what's going on, getting pulled out of what you thought is normal life. Now they're taking you somewhere, no one's telling you where they're going. All you see is a bunch of gunfire, people running, shooting bullets everywhere. You finally get to a place and you're like, you know what, I want to go back home. Which, that's what he knew what home was, was that area. Mm-hmm. Was the prison. I don't know, like, they could also play another movie where down the road where he comes back and gets retribution for for him killing his dad Mm -hmm. i could see that as well i mean he has those tendencies already of being an evil character kind of like the joker you know the joker origin story yeah exactly like that was his breaking point but in reality he's not going to show it until he gets older and because he's going to be realizing right now that i don't have the power nor the manpower to back me up I'm not strong enough to fight Tyler. He just took out 50 prisoners. (laughs) (laughs) I just saw T-Dog body slam a man. I'm okay. (laughs) I want to also talk about the the ending fight scene. The kid, like, has has the bomb on him. And that's whenever the kid realizes as well, they're not good people. This man does not care about me. Yeah. You know, they're Tyler and what was his name again? Zarab? Zarab. They just go into this really awesome fight scene. It is mesmerizing because Zara is almost at the same caliber or even a little bit more because he is more reckless. His mind isn't as stable as Tyler's is. Exactly. But they have very similar skill sets. Yeah. You can definitely tell one was military, the other one was more street and They and grabbed country. a chain yeah. while Tyler was trying to reach for a pistol. <laughs> exactly, and then just wailed at him like he owed him money, trying to get every single penny squeezed out of him. And then they both go down on their backs. Mm-hmm. At the end of the fight, or is this in the middle of the fight? At the they... end of the fight. Okay. What were your thoughts on that? Like, oh, I thought that this scene was just 
it was done perfectly. Like, they're both, he's just neutralized the enemy in a way. And he's like, fuck, I'm tired. Lays back with the guy who can't move anymore. And then Zarab gives him another little speech. I'll never stop. You, like, you're never going to get away from me. And his response, perfect. Pulls out a gun. Pop. Shoots him in the head. Keeps catching his breath. (laughs) Yep. I was saying the whole time the scene was going on, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. (laughs) Do it. And then that happened. Yeah, and I was like, yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Feelings validated. It's just like, so I I compare it, uh, I I learned the lesson with uh, Dragon Ball Z. You, You don't let them live. When he let Frieza live, what did he do? He's going to destroy the world. So he kicks his ass a little harder. No, you kill that. Punch into his chest and rip his heart out. Do something dramatic. I want him to die. (laughs) It could have all ended right there, and they would have been great. But he had to have the last word in. And Tyler was like, you know what? No, no, we're not I'm playing not, this I'm, anymore. I'm we're done. Not, yeah, <laughs> there's not gonna be a second chance, my dude. Like no. you're done. Like well, all technically, I, all, I, all I was doing was catching my breath. Technically, that, <laughs> that was his second chance because whenever they were on that roof on the glass, the glass That's shelf, right. and he falls through, he up. knocks, he gets knocked out. Zarad gets knocked out. He could have jumped down there and killed that son of a bitch right then. That is yep. true. But he said no, and he went to his, his buddies, and they tried to escape. And I was pissed about that. I was, too. that's what got Yaz killed. Jump down and shoot him in his face. Sorry, jumping off topic to another side character, Yaz. I was going through it. Whenever they split up, and Yaz went on his own to go and save the mom and Girl. Um, daughter... When he's going through that staircase, and he's taking on everybody, and then the, the really... Like, she's a badass, but she's the enemy, so I hate her. Just strong chick. He goes into the fight strong, and then it's immediately like, oh, shit, he might he might have some trouble here. Mm-hmm. Wins the fight. He barely escaped that staircase. And if not for leaving Zarab alive, he would have escaped the violence in general. So I yeah. really hated Tyler when he left that guy unconscious on the roof. Yeah. yeah. Bad decision. Just the fact that they were fighting on that edge, and I seen the little back trailer to it, uh, the ba- the making of it. Yeah, they were har- harnessed in a little bit, but they still had the. F- you could still fall. You could still slip. They were doing all those maneuvers in real life, and they couldn't be really tethered to each other because the lines were going to get tangled. Mm. So there was a couple of scenes where they're not tethered, and they're just out there, and it's like. A little windy day. <laughs> We've gone up in, in different trees and, or on top of houses and that wind picks up and you're close to the edge and you just feel your stomach just mm-hmm. turning. Mm-hmm. That's my feeling throughout the whole scene. Mm. It was just adrenaline going until the guy falls through and you said, yeah, he could have ended it there, but his priorities were to retrieve the kids. Mm. And I think that's what he saw. It was like, you're not my, you're not worth my time right now. Make sure that these kids and family are safe. That's very true. So I, I, he, stuck, he stuck to his moral code instead of being... If, I think if he was in the first one, he would have jumped down in there. And they would have continued having the longer fights. Mm-hmm. It would have been like a family Probably guy. Probably would have woken her up. Or woken him up, just throwing a glass of water in his face. Like, look, man, like you're the best <laughs> enemy I've 
I come face to face with, you want to keep this going? <laughs> it's going to be a family guy, Chicken and Peter Griffin going on fight for a good while, going down the stairs, mm-hmm. uh, elevator, escalator. On the plane. <laughs> the, the rest of the movie is just him fighting. <laughs> Till his cabin. <laughs> Shake hands, all right, have a good one. <laughs> The urgency that he had to save Nick in that scene was beautiful. Like, he's taken on six or seven guys, I think, in that, like, exercise room. Mm -hmm. And I just have to mention the weight kill that he did, where he just, like, kicks the stand and all of that, the leg press, I think, and it just splats the guy. Mm Mm-hmm. God damn, I loved it. Oh, yeah. It gave me Punisher vibes, if you guys yes, have seen the yes. show, where he's just beating the shit out of bodybuilders. And he, <laughs> he put aside the mission for Nick and got through everyone as quickly as possible and then just dove and hoped for the best. Yes. Like, oh, God, I'm no. with you, man. I hope that they hook up in the next movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, the relationship is very good. I mean, if he's willing to give a bullet, I mean, she's either a great really great friend or somebody that you have some kind of attraction mm-hmm. to he took a bullet to the hand and kept holding on to her yeah on the railing mm-hmm. and he also just risked his life by shooting the fucking glass so that he could grab that railing yeah he could have just fallen through end of movie it was great all throughout action packed non-stop edge of your seats should be a blockbuster movie or a theater movie, not a blockbuster, but a theater movie. They don't have blockbusters anymore. Why did I say that? Is there that is one. Is that not a thing anymore? There is one. Is it really? There is one. I thought I was just showing my color. My, yeah, my it age truly exists. There. No, you're 24, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 21. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I agree. I was, I was literally leaning back, relaxed at the beginning of the movie. As soon as... It shows Tyler in the prison. I was up. I'm ready. What's going on? Yeah. Like this, it happened so fast, and it. I loved that. The first one is also the same way, where it's. Is there's not much buildup, but once it gets going, it's it's snowballing effect. It's constant action. You know, car action, plane action, trains action, all kinds of action. It's a multi-action movie. <laughs> That's the best way I can put it. The fight, the gun scenes, they stay true. You know, it's not like he's waving his hands out and way in front of him, locking his elbows out or anything like that. He's constantly in control by the hip with his pistols even, you know, doing the actual pushing it up underneath the vest and making sure he gets a clean hit. That's all very clean and military and very beautifully choreographed. That's actually exactly why I compared it to John Wick, because he was doing moves that you could definitely see somebody in an actual scenario like that doing. Mm-hmm. And Keanu Reeves trained. Like, he's training constantly for those films. So anything that he does is what somebody should do. And I just loved seeing a big-name, pretty-face like Chris Hemsworth, who's, he's really, he, he's just known as a good-looking action hero. I loved seeing him pull strategic moves in this movie, as well as the first. Yeah, and it wasn't just brute force. It was, you know, using your brain as well with, like I was t- saying earlier, different situations that 
he had to make decisions of where who do I need to go rescue first? What needs to happen? He was he was a great character. I could not see anybody else in that situation. Mm. And like you know, just like we were saying in the previous episode or a couple episodes down, that in you know, Indiana Jones, you can't see anybody playing that role. The same way in this yeah. situation, you really can't see anybody else playing this role. All the big you know Arnold Schwarzeneggers and. Uh, Batistas, or they're they're getting older, and this is the new generation of action he- heroes. Right, and more are coming out with uh, what's his name. Uh, I wish Tom Hardy would be an action hero. Oh, he he'd do fantastic, and he has had a couple roles where you could argue he is an action hero. Well, Venom. I, I mean, like Venom, but, but is he too. really an action hero? A lot of people don't like Venom as well. Yeah. They said it was super cheesy. I personally liked it because I like the actor. I love the comic. They both correlated very well together. It was a beautiful mix of herbs and spices. That It was a joy of aroma watching it. It wasn't just, oh, it's well, it's, it's the first Spider-Man movie. In regards to, <laughs> in regards to John Hardy. Um, Tom. Tom. Tom Hardy. Do you, are you familiar with any of his gang-related uh, 1920s gang style Lawless, um, yeah. Ooh, Lawless love. is a fantastic. He he plays a gangster in that, and I would argue that's actiony. There's also there's parts legend, where he yeah where he plays two roles in that. Sorry, yeah. you continue. Uh, no, I'm just saying that there are certain movies where he's more actiony, he's more in depth, but it's always his character that takes you aback because it's so unique. You know what it is. Tom Hardy's a realistic action hero. Okay. And everyone's looking for John Wick, Tyler, last name in this film. Tom Hardy plays somebody who could actually, like that life story probably happens more often than we think about every time. Gotcha. And he plays it realistically. I mean, it's like the new Spider-Man. I forgot his name. All the young girls love him. Tom Holland? Tom Holland. I knew you would like him. Yeah, he's fantastic. <laughs> he's the, he's the Spider-Man as a teenager. True. Where Toby looks like a 25-year-old and he's in high school. Andrew Garfield was fan-fucking-tastic. You think so? I loved it. It was. They took a darker turn in the, his movies, I feel like. See, which I really enjoyed. I did too, but I don't know. Maybe it was uh, I didn't follow the comic book, so I didn't. I didn't either. Correlate them together or anything like that. But I like the first Spider-Man. I like the second one. The one with the, you were talking about with the new one, uh, the new character. I wasn't a huge fan of. And then this new kid, he's doing really good with himself. I mean, he's an Uncharted. Everybody knows him as Spider-Man. He's what's her name's boyfriend. He plays some dark roles. Um, that you should definitely check out because it would for sure change your opinion on him. Like um, really? The right. Devil All the Time, Cherry. There's one that just came out recently where he actually had to take a step back from acting because his character is so dark. Oh, okay. Well, we'll put that on the list and maybe we can talk about that one down the road. Back to Extraction again. So. Yeah, sorry. We, <laughs> we really jumped to the rail there. That's, that's collective, but... Also, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so after the after the scene where they're on the edge of the building, shoot the floor out, grab on, get shot in the hand. He's still holding on to your life. Pulls her back up. Or he takes off, right? Yeah. They leave and meet up with Yaz on the rooftop. They're about to get in the helicopter, and then Yaz gets shot in the back by Zorab. That's right. Which made me hate Tyler. 
<laughs> but why didn't nobody shoot out of the helicopter? I agree. They they had the weapons. They could have. Perhaps they were out of ammo. I also just want to throw this in there, and this is not for extraction necessarily. This is for most action movies. Most action movies, the actors, uh, the characters, and, and, and whatnot actually really suck in aiming. <laughs> I've never seen so many bullets fired that never hit anybody. Oh, my God. Okay, so since you're Mr. Realisticness in this situation, will the bullet drop if the rock shot at him and it's going towards the helicopter with the propeller's pressure downforce made that bullet drop further down? Technically, yes, but not by enough to matter. What if he had aimed at his head? Like, what if they actually played in that and he aimed at his head, but the project, or the, uh... Repeller? Repeller, yeah. What if the repellers pushed it down and that's why it hit him in the side or back? Uh, Again, it, it is possible that the force of the propellers could change the bullet's trajectory, but you gotta think, this is a very small object. But it's also a small caliber. It was also it was a small it. distance, though. It shouldn't have been a small caliber. He was firing a full-grown rifle. Was this a rifle? Wasn't it, wasn't it a pistol? I thought Zarab had a handgun yeah, when he shot pistol? him. You know? Okay, so it's 45 ACP. You're getting shot in the back? That's a lot of damage. Gotcha. And it's going fast enough Twice. that even though the propellers are going, it probably wouldn't it's, move it's, much. It's not enough to matter. Okay. Maybe if you were a end. sniper, you know, a thousand yards away, and you were factoring everything in, then that would matter. Okay. But if you're literally 20 foot from the, the helicopter when you fire, it's not going to make a difference. Gotcha. It will have some effect on it. Technically, again, air, air protations, technically. Yeah, put them um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, it wouldn't be enough for that short a distance to change anything. Gotcha. Unfortunately. They take off in the helicopter, and they go to the cabin, to Tyler's cabin, where he, see, he sees for the first time in so many years his ex-wife. Right. They have a moment. He apologizes for not being there and says what he says. They make their mends, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Are they not going to get back together? Not if he hooks up with Nick, no. Oh, that is true. <laughs> but who would you rather have gone for? Like, if they do get back to... If he does to choose... If he has to choose a, a companion in this situation, who are you rooting for more? The ex-wife or Nick? Okay. Nick, because the ex carries too much too much baggage. <laughs> for for both parties involved. Oh, okay, very holy. true, very true. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> she has baggage. <laughs> going off of a purely, this is gonna sound so douchey, but going off of purely looks and what Hollywood usually does. If there's a sequel, if they don't go off of story and they just go off of looks, he'll end up with Nick. Because in all honesty, when the ex-wife showed up. I looked at Chris, I looked at her, I was like, really? You're with her? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she she wasn't... She's good looking, she's good looking. But it's not, I don't know, it was just not that nurturing, loving, catering that Nick was doing throughout the whole, not just this movie, but the first one as well. I mean, she had his best interest constantly. Uh, whether it was mentality, health, or physical, whenever they did the rehabilitation, that mm-hmm. she did not want to leave, even though uh, Yah said, let's go at mm. first. We should leave him. And she was like, I'm not leaving. And the ex-wife, when she visited him in prison, kind of just, we're good, and then left. And yep. didn't even say goodbye, really. Hung up and left. I agree. 
can we talk about David's wife? I don't remember her name. David's wife. Yeah, the, the bad oh, guy the in prison. Yeah, the blonde that he was saving. She was a badass. Loved her role. Every time that Tyler was in trouble, even though she he did he never asked her to. She jumped in that action. She was ready. She's like, I'm fucking getting out of here. Yeah. She she arguably, but not really, killed Davet. Like, Tyler stabbed him in the neck, but she smacked his face with a shovel right after. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, that is we can't true. end this episode without talking about her. That is true. I mean, she she's the one that killed her husband. It wasn't Tyler. Tyler was, yeah, he was getting there, but she's the one that, I'm done. Yep. I'm one out. I'm one I'm free. I'm one freedom. <laughs> I can't take this anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, she hit him in the balls, cracked him across the face a couple times. Without her, Tyler might have died in that tunnel. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. He would have, that would have been seen. Roll credits. Uh, there's not a neck. Next one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no river to push him off into this one. <laughs> <laughs> He's just in a tunnel where prisoners are running at him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, she was a great character. Uh, she definitely had that tough... It wasn't Russian. What? I don't, I don't want to give my ethnicity wrong in this situation. Georgian. 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 Okay. See, when I heard Georgian, I was thinking people from Georgia. <laughs> well, they are from Georgia. Really? From Georgia over there. Oh, not Georgia. No. <laughs> no. We're in America, sir. Not Southern Georgia. We steal names. They're, All right. they're, they're, they're over there in uh, the Russia, Ukraine, Slavic areas. So, um, I mean, you can definitely tell she's she's seen some shit and lived through a lot of shit and... She was living in a prison She's where seen guards, some things. guards some can stuff. easily be bribed. Yeah. She might have been assaulted a couple times in there. Oh, yeah. I doubt it. I mean, aside, I doubt it. I don't know, man. I mean, I could see a prison guard being like, ooh, however much money, that could give me a long way. I'll give you five minutes, but if you get caught, we're not associated. Yeah, but if the husband found out the way that he if was. He found out. Oh, <laughs> he was in that prison. He would have found out. Do you think that every member in that prison was on his side, though? A it, large it, amount of them. If, it, if, they, if, if they weren't on his side, he was paid. They, they were paid by him. I mean, his he, he came from money. So yeah. not came from money, know. but it wasn't have, dirty money. I could see it either way. There's a lot of prisons with people who have a lot of connections, and mm-hmm. something can still happen to their loved ones, especially if they're in that prison. I mean, everything... From, he didn't even think about the money situation after a while. Like, like in the first one, he lost sight of the money, and he told Nick, hey, just find me my money, but I'm still going to get this kid out. In the second one, he pretty much does the same thing, where he's, like, not worried about the money... He just wants to help his ex-baby mama out. Right. And in doing so, he gets royally fucked in different situations from the kid. But the mom tries to justify it. But then the mom also does not does not slap him. <laughs> I mean, She it, slapped him once, right? Did she slap when, him whenever he when made that he call? When he said, I want to be a Nagatsi, or maybe I should be a Nagatsi, did, uh, but, did she slap him or was it just... I don't shut remember exactly. I, th- I think she told him to shut up. I know she told him to shut up. Yeah, I remember um, shut up. But I, I don't remember if she slapped him or not. I want to say yes. I can't fully remember. 
you got to be a little bit more harder in that kid. Oh yeah. He just puts you and in, in your in the team that is helping you out in a in a death death situation. There were moments where it was very clear that Tyler wanted to slap him. Yeah. And then was like, he's not my kid. I'm just saving him. <laughs> like it was a long stare. Probably backhanded him a couple times in his head. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying, if I was Tyler and I was in that situation, I probably would have slapped him. I would have. I mean, oh, it's, you're putting it's just... my team in, in this situation, and mm-hmm. then uh, what's his name, Yaz, dies. That's another reason I would have slapped him. Yeah, that's fair. Can't argue that. <laughs> Either that or put him in a chokehold. <laughs> let him pass out for a couple seconds. He'll come back. He'll be all right. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been mad if Tyler pistol whipped him just real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Your mom's trying to get you out of a good situation. <laughs> a bad situation. She's trying to get you out of a good situation. <laughs> She's trying to put you through hell, kid. <laughs> you better listen. It's the new scared straight system. <laughs> She was really good. I think she could have been a little bit stronger on him, but at the same time, she was more, what do you call it, more reserved because she knew that that's all she had, that's all he had was mm. the mother now because she killed the father. Right. Even though, did she tell him that she's the one that killed him? No. Because um, I remember. They didn't even tell him that he was dead for a while. Yeah, but whenever he found out, He's the kid said, you killed my father, yeah. Tyler. Yeah. And, I mean, technically he did. I mean, a knife to the neck. And he split his hand open and stabbed him in the neck. So technically I'd say Tyler's the killer, but it's not like the mom was innocent in any way. But you, if you were, if you were that parent, would you have told him, hey, it wasn't just him, it was me also. I wanted the situation because I wanted it. And then justify it. She never mm-hmm. explains the situation. She just says, shut the hell up and let's run. Well, maybe that will come up in the third movie if um, what you had said earlier about him becoming a villain later in life, maybe she finally has to own up to it, you know? Ooh, retribution. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to say that I would tell him, but I've never been in that situation, so I really don't know. What about you, Mike? Would you have told a kid, explain the situation, or would you have just... Pistol whipped him. Well, it's, it's, it's straight. I'd have slept shit out of him already. <laughs> like I'd have slept wholeheartedly, open palm, to the ground. What the hell are you thinking, little man? Get your ass up so I can do it again. <laughs> um, that would have happened way before. As soon as I found out he made the call, I'd have beat the hell out of that boy. <laughs> if I was the mother, if I was if I was Tyler, I'd have beat the hell out of him probably sooner than that. To be perfectly honest, because I'm here to save you, you're not cooperating. You're going to cooperate, I'm going to knock your ass out, and I'm going to carry you, because this is bullshit. Because even since the prison scene, he was he was negligent to go with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, is that the correct word, negligent? Uh, re, re, uh, he was against it. Yeah, he was against it. Thank reserved. You. Reserved. Reserved. Ever since the beginning, he was he was reserved about it. and Constantly yelling, where's dad, where's dad? Yeah. Which put them in a lot more trouble than necessary. I mean, the toy set off the whole thing, but... I mean, I wouldn't want to... I don't want to say this out loud, but if I was that parent, I'd, I have two. I can lose one. I still have I the other one. one. 
Somewhere in transit, he was there a minute ago. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they did technically accept the fact that he was gone before Tyler went Made the to call. do the final like fight scene. It was kind of like, we made it out, the kid made his choice, yeah. and then Tyler was like, I'm going to go finish this, and they ended up with both, but I think the mom was okay with Yeah, the it. mom was like, well, I didn't see no tears coming down her face, I don't know about y'all. <laughs> I didn't even think about it, I'm going to go watch it, go home and watch that again, <laughs> just for the hammer and to see if the mom actually cried whenever she, the kid wasn't around. After that. They go save him. Tyler gets put into prison, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By who? The state government. Yeah. It was kind of like what happened with Davet. Like, he did something that could have been removed by the power that he has, but the Americans were pissed off. And in Tyler's case, the uh, what was the area that you had mentioned earlier that they were from? The Georgia. 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 The Georgians were pissed off and he couldn't just get away with it. Okay. From my understanding. No, I think you're right. That's what, that was my understanding as well. But then what's his name? Comes back into play. Gets him out of there. And gets him out of there with... If you do this for me. With ease, though. Yeah. I mean, Alcott never really raised a finger. Always had his hands in his pocket, just chilling out. Rico Suave. And gives him a, pretty much an opportunity to continue working and he'll be out of this prison. Well, it was kind of, um, it's kind of like the ending plays a part in it because he says that his boss is a reckless motherfucker, essentially. The government official who sentenced Davet to a longer sentence probably didn't have a whole lot of power behind him, but if you think about a man who we saw just show up at Tyler's cabin with no fear and then show up at the prison with no fear... Imagine that man's boss and what he can do. Exactly. And does he really want to get involved into that, or is he going to try and just retire, actually, and live out his days in his cabin, or is he going to go back to work as a mercenary and continue doing things that he's been doing? What are the odds that he gets out of prison, though, being an American in in a different system? Nick's still out there. I can't confirm this, but I think that Nick was in a prison hospital and was probably also given the same deal. I thought she was just in a hospital. It's very possible. I could be remembering wrong, but she did all the things that Tyler did. Okay, so she's also an accomplice. All right, so even if they were to go, his team is smaller. They're down not by one. They were three. It was the three of them at first. Do you think somebody else is going to pick up, either from his past? What was the guy's name, the super Shalant guy? Alcott. Alcott. What if he's the third? Ooh. We finally see him in action. They team up, and Mm -hmm. I could see that. Yeah. That would be an interesting scene. That's for sure. Ooh. 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 I'm getting goosebumps (laughs) thinking about that. But uh, is there anything else y'all want gentlemen to touch about? Touch on? I think we covered everything. We went over the action. We went over the drama. We touched on the characters that needed to be touched on. Davet, we didn't touch on him much, but he really was just a setup for the main villain. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think we covered it, personally. It was a great movie. I would definitely, I'm going to go watch it for the fourth time tonight, probably. I'll try to figure out my Netflix and 
watch the first one. <laughs> I mean, we we definitely, I definitely am the type of person that has been telling people about this movie, uh, friends and family, just like, oh, watch it because of this situation, watch it because of that scene and stuff like that. And it's it really is an entertaining movie, a fun, full action, nonstop, breathtaking couple times. And it has its a couple of drama here and there, but it it doesn't suffocate it. It's, it's a it's definitely a guy movie, not for the faint of heart. There are some scenes that are a little graphic. Yeah, like oh, you yeah. were saying, the hand splitting. Yeah, he pulls was, his. I thought oh. he broke his wrist, and then I saw his fingers. Just yeah, <laughs> how much force you have to have to, and without the fingers slipping. Yeah, that's one. That's my with my thing. Like I was like grabbing on my wife's hands. I was like, how can I really do that? <laughs> And I was like, dude, my fingers would slip before I was able to actually rip your fingers apart. So that's awesome. <laughs> that was some Mortal Kombat stuff. Oh, yeah. Finish. Well, him. are you familiar with uh, No Panic Button? He's a TikToker. No. He's a blacksmith. Mm-mm. I've seen shown you videos of him before. He's the big bald guy. Oh. With the, the leather apron. Yes. So he, he has a couple videos where he's talking about it. During all of his blacksmithing, he's developed excellent grip strength. And when I say excellent, I mean, like, superhuman grip strength. So he can take, like, an apple or something and just crush it in his hand without any effort. There is something to be said for grip strength. If you can grip onto something and hold it hard enough, you can generally get the leverage you need to really torque that. And to answer your earlier question, how hard would it be to rip flesh? Pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. Figure out how to watch the movie. It's a great movie to go watch. Anything else, gentlemen? Uh, aside from I'm going to stick with my original rating, 9.5. Fantastic film. I'm just a little harsh on reviews. I'm even harsher than that. 8.5 to 9. 8.5 to 9. Mm-hmm. Honestly, fair. Do, do, do something dramatic. I want to die. <laughs>